0: This is a HeadGum Podcast.
1: You yeah, 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 They want
2: to know. Hey. We Hey. Hey.
3: No, no. Come on, come on. hey. I want to be famous.
0: Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger.
3: I'm Lindsay Weber.
0: And this is another episode of Who's There for the week of, I don't even know, today's June 15th. We have a lot of calls and comments. Do we want to get into it, or is there something we want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? I have
3: nothing to say.
0: I I don't have anything. So we're going to start with the first call. Nope, 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 no, nope, nope, nope. No, no. I had to pause. If you have been photographed by Tyler Shields, you are a who. This is obviously in response to whether Emma Roberts is a who or them. She is a who- the who, even if you know her name and hear the word Roberts and think, "Oh, that's enough to make you a famous person," I recognize her hooey tendencies outshine any name recognition that you think could make her them. Just like if you are photographed by Tyler Shields, like she's she is a who. It's I don't know. No, actually, no, I don't know why I'm saying I don't know. I do know, and it's because she's a who. Emma Roberts is a who. Hooey tendencies. Tyler Shields. Goodbye. Well, Bobby. Well, what do you have to say to that? I still, I mean, I. First of all, how many times do we have to say, "We decide who are who's and them,"s <laughs> and we decided she's a them. I don't
3: know. I think this thing is a big enough monster where we've like our IP has been released into the world so that other people can like grasp on and decide for themselves.
0: Yeah. Okay. Like they're licensing our terminology, sure, but sure. Um, I still think that she's a them. Because she's she's famous. She's famous and people know who she is.
3: I kind of am convinced by this guy. He did a good job. I mean, if you're photographed by Tyler Shields, then you're she's a She's a them
0: with who tendencies. We have terminology for this. She's a them right. with not know. just who tendencies. She's a them with predominantly who he tendencies. He did a good job convincing me. that's fine. Me. Well, do we want to talk about Tyler Shields? I mean,
3: does anyone know Does anyone know who Tyler Shields is?
0: He's a photographer. He does photograph a lot of who celebrities, including his most iconic photo. Do you remember what his most iconic photo Lindsay is? Lindsay Lohan and the Knife? Kathy Griffin holding the head. Oh,
3: okay. But it used to be. Okay, stop. It used to before, be Lindsay Lohan holding the night. Before the, the right. head, it was. You're right. Thank you. And apparently the like, head thing was mostly his idea. So like, he's kind of the unsung hero of the head. I guess. We also had a call uh, arguing the other way. So can you play that too?
4: Hi. You're never going to play this. This is my
3: third time
4: calling about the same subject. But I 100% promise you that Orlando Bloom is not a who and I feel like you must have gotten like ten calls about more than ten, I'm sure. <laughs> Orlando Bloom is not a who. I'm in Ireland right now, sitting in the pub, and I promise you if I every single person in this pub you know who Orlando Bloom is, so they're gonna say yes. That makes him a them. He's a them. I 100% promise you, like, honest to God, like, I see all these people, and they would all know who Orlando Bloom is. Wait, my cousin's walking up. I'm going to ask her, Katie, 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 do you know who Orlando Bloom is? She said, yes. My cousin knows who Orlando Bloom is, so everyone should. So, these are them.
3: Okay, case closed. Good form, Bella Thorne.
0: Bye. yeah i forgot that we called orlando bloom a who That's,
3: yeah that was kind of rude of us slash yeah like, he's a them but i gotta say orlando bloom sounds does a great female voice impression calling from a pub in ireland
0: <laughs> yeah you you really you really convinced us orlando good job <laughs> You, um, are or that was Katie. <laughs> you are more talented. Or that was Katie.
3: Katie Perry does a great also American woman voice in Dublin. They both of you are beyond talented. I mean, that was convincing. And that was more convincing than the person who gave actual evidence to you.
0: Well, no, I just feel like it's at the end of the day, as I said, it's our decision. And I feel like it was a wrong decision to call Orlando Bloom a who he is a them. But I think he's a them for the same reasons that Emma Roberts is a them. He acts like a who all the time, but we all know who Orlando Bloom is.
3: I think Orlando Bloom was like heading to who territory, but Katy Perry is like holding on, holding his them he, status for dear life.
0: Oh yeah, they're like he's he's holding onto the clip, and she's just like holding onto his like fingers. Right, I know? think so. And I also like she's got his
3: having a being in a famous couple and is a very big. It really raises your stakes, your platform.
0: Mm-hmm. Your a famous couple with a sort of tumultuous relationship that ultimately ended in romance.
3: Also, Katy Perry, who's like famously will not shut up about stuff like that. So, like, <laughs> it will always be like information out there. I'm, you know what I mean?
0: Like, she just loves to, yeah, I know draw I mean. people. Um, in. But yeah. So, where are we? Where are we now? Where did we net out? Emma Roberts, who?
3: You say Emma Roberts still a who? No. I say I don't know.
0: No, Emma Roberts them. Emma Roberts them. Sorry, Emma Roberts them. Orlando Bloom, them.
3: Oh, you're well. Okay.
0: Emma Roberts, them. Fine. Orlando mean, Bloom. I mean, them. I
3: kind of. All right, well, whatever.
0: Orlando Bloom, again, Orlando Bloom is a them. How could I disparage him like this? Orlando Bloom is a them exclusively for that photo of him and Selena Gomez, the best photo of I the know, 21st don't. century. Sitting on the curb. That's it. Yeah. The best photo of the 21st century. There's no better photo. Moving on. This photo, this call is good.
1: Hi, Lindsay and Bobby.
2: Just listening to episode four of This Is Not a Westworld podcast. And I would just. Calling to say that I think this whole podcast in a podcast began because of someone asking who the who's and them of Westworld are, which was never addressed. And now that we're on episode four of this podcast and a podcast, could we please go back to that? Also, I don't even watch Westworld, so I wouldn't even know these people, and I don't even know what you're talking about, but I love it. So keep. You know, keep doing you. All right. Go for Bella
3: Thorne. What seems to be the thing about the Westworld, the controversial podcast within a podcast, this is not a Westworld podcast, is that people who watch Westworld don't like it.
0: (laughs) People who watch Westworld don't like it because they claim we're spoiling things. I argue that it's impossible to spoil things when I don't even know what's going on. Also- I didn't even watch last week's episode but at the I time of recording. But I
3: did, and I, like, did say some things. The, but my favorite part is that the people who don't watch West, Watch Westworld, this is, like, their favorite thing in the whole world. And to be fair, those are, those are the people I want to associate with more. But even though I'm part of the other group of people who do watch Westworld. You know?
0: Basically, we don't want to make any promises. Will we still be doing This Is Not A Westworld podcast on Tuesday's episode? TBD. Will we still be doing it um in three weeks? I don't know. Maybe we will. Maybe we'll have moved on to another bit. We already have some ideas, you know, in our in our back pockets. I'm not sure.
3: We love but, a bit. Just know that.
0: But what I will promise you is that if we continue doing this, we will not spoil anything. Yeah, but in the future. Are you really gonna promise that? Yeah, I'm gonna promise that. Okay. I think it's most... Uh, the, what's fun to talk... The reason the show is so fun to talk about is because it's completely Nonsense, incomprehensible and inane. You know? like It's true. It, it's stupid. It's the stupidest fucking show on television, and I like talking about it.
3: And we have kind of alluded to slash done, like, hack jobs of going through the cast and mean, like, who's a who or a them?
0: Yeah. We never did anything definitive, so let's just do this and get it over with. <laughs> I literally pulled up the... Cast and characters of Westworld. Let's go down the list. My argument is that there are only two them, two official them's in the show.
3: Can I guess who you're gonna say? Yeah, you're gonna say it's Anthony Hopkins Mm
0: -hmm. and
3: Ed Harris. Yes, I would argue that Evan Rachel Wood is them.
0: Well, that's where I was going next. So I feel like there are two to three borderline. And I think James Marsden.
3: James Marsden. Yep,
0: Evan Rachel Wood, and I would argue exclusively because of the. Marvel Universe Tessa Thompson mm, I think, I think is,
3: we've talked about her before separately and we kind of didn't really come to a conclusion she's custody. yeah but that was
0: that was pre that was pre more Marvel that was pre I've had a lot um, of
3: pushback on the Tessa Thompson as of them in my people just telling me like they're like okay, no we'll, then we'll keep her
0: in we'll keep her in who territory I would also keep I'm willing to keep Evan Rachel Wood and James Marsden in who territory. I don't Um, I especially Evan I'm not after this season. Evan Evan's not doing anything. Does not matter?
3: She's the star of the show. No, it doesn't matter what she does in the show. Tandy's
0: the star now. Tandy's the star. But
3: she's the but Evan Rachel Wood's like the face of the show and you know that. And I also think that she has name recognition enough to be a them. I don't know. I'm just saying
0: it's name name recognition, yeah. And I guess James Marsden. Kind of too.
3: Tandy Newton, I'm not quite sure.
0: Oh, Tandy Newton, I think, is a Who. Absolutely. Okay. Um, um, also iconic Who. I love who, her. She's the best person on the show, but...
3: The yeah. third Hemsworth brother, Luke.
0: Oh, oh. Will always be a Who. Will never transition to them. Absolutely not. He's happy in his Who territory. He's fun. They give him, like, little moments where <laughs> he's really fun, do. you know? cuz he's the dumb like lump.
3: Then there's iconic who Ricky, Mar- Ricky Martin. Lump. Oh my god, Ricky Lake look alike to Bobby, but that's not true. Shannon Woodward, Kay e. Perry's best friend. We went over that.
0: Shannon Woodward, iconic who um Ben Barnes. Who's
3: that? Oh, Logan. Who is he? Oh,
0: not yeah, Logan. He's the guy who uh No, I know
3: who he is, but well, who's we can't, Ben we Barnes? Can't spoil him. Who's Ben Barnes?
0: I I think maybe he's actually not a who. I was confusing him with Jimmy Simpson. Jimmy Simpson iconic who. No,
3: that's my crush. I'm obsessed with Jimmy Simpson. Yeah,
0: we all know you love Jimmy he's Simpson. He's my crush.
3: But Ben Barnes, who is he?
0: I don't know who he is. He was Dorian Gray and Dorian Gray in that Dorian Gray okay, movie. He's and a that's who. kind of it. He's a who. He's a, who. He's he's a, a who. complete who. Um and then um, is But he... you know who else is a who? Rodrigo Santoro. Definitely a who. Rodrigo Santoro.
3: But is he a who? But he is, you know, he's really famous in Brazil, though. That's what I was thinking. He's, he's. No,
0: yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He's super famous in Brazil, not here, but we all rec- all of America and all of like England knows who he is because of love, actually.
3: Right. But he still was Carl. There. He
0: was Hunky Carl, who Laura Lenny completely fucked over. All he wanted was okay. for Laura Lenny to. like I don't love want to talk about.
3: Um, she wouldn't we, stop not, answering. We're not talking the phone. about We're not talking about love. Actually, I just like zoned off as you started talking about love. Actually, I was like, I don't care. Um, he's very famous in uh, Brazil and not here. Is there anyone else yes. who's like popped up or whatever who is? Rel- no, no, right.
0: Jeffrey Wright has been around like in um, like highbrow stuff for a long time, but he's not of them.
3: I think he was a very, like, character actor type actor until Westworld, like, gave him a role worth that people, like, remembered.
0: Yeah, and he's still... He's. I think he's just one of those actors who's just going to be acting until they're dead. Like he's always going to be like this level of popular. I and think. there's
3: one woman who was married to Elon Musk. What's her face? But I always forget what her name is. She's one of Excuse the. Excuse me. Yeah. Did what? you know that Elon Musk is on Westworld? Elon Musk's ex-wife is on Westworld. She's no. the the really pretty blonde robot who was like the one that like showed Jimmy into the world, and then this, these are not spoilers, and then like met up.
0: Ingrid Bolso-Berdal? Um,
3: no. Norwegian? No. No, 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 no,
0: no. Angela Sarafaya?
3: That's her. No.
0: No, she's not blonde, though. Tallulah Riley? Yes. She was married to Elon Musk mm-hmm. from 2010 to 2012. Yeah. I had yeah. no idea, Lindsay. Yeah.
3: No, I thought you didn't know. Yeah. She's an Elon Musk ex.
0: Wait. They got married. Then they divorced. Then they got married again yeah. in 2013? Yeah. I had no idea. Then they divorced again. This is, this is wild. I have no idea.
3: Yeah, so... Tallulah
0: Riley, who knew? I guess other of people uh, knew. She's kind of a
3: rando. She's kind of a rando.
0: Yeah, I like her. I like that's her. That's really
3: it, though. I mean... Yeah, and that's it. Like, and we're not doing this ever again, so please don't ask us to.
0: Yeah, please don't. Next call. This, I... Oh, God. Okay.
3: Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. I called last night when I
2: first watched the Drake video for I'm Upset, but I'm, like, still not over it, and I've watched it ten times since then. And I wanted to know who you guys think the who's and them's are of Degrassi, but I also just wanted to point out to you how happy the cast is to be in Drake's video and how it's, like, so cute but also, like, so sad that they've, I think, been waiting for this ever since Drake kind of became famous. Um, My favorite Instagram is from the guy who plays Spinner. His name on Instagram is Shaney Kipps. And he wrote this really long caption, like, the boys are back together. When I got the call that Drake had this idea, like, the feeling was hard to describe. Like, then it became real. And, like, it suddenly became, and I quote, it suddenly became very clear that this would be a weekend for the history books. So, like, I'm so happy for them. This is amazing. I just think it's, like, kind of funny how, like, emotional they are. And Drake's just, like, new video. Check it out. And also, Shaney Kips has some amazing hashtags at the end of his. Post, um, you know, hashtag Jimmy, hashtag Spinner, hashtag Grassy, all that. Then hashtag School, hashtag cast And I don't know. It's just really wholesome and cute, and I'm so happy for them. Just wanted to share that. Um, all right, thanks, guys. Love you. Good form, Bellthorn.
0: I have not watched this video. I don't think I'm going. Do to. you watch?
3: Did you watch Degrassi? De- no, because
0: Degrassi, Degrassi, Degrassi. Degrassi. Does nothing for me. I, I know never watched we remember it.
3: from the iconic Lauren Collins interview.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. I just know for a fact the video will do nothing for me. So you take this.
3: So I'll say you're like, oh, isn't it crazy how happy they look? I think they're happy because they're in a Drake video and it's fun. But I think they're also happy to like be together. Like, let me just because they like they're old friends. They're old friends. They spent a lot of their childhood together. Okay. They definitely keep in touch, as like evidenced by all of the stuff that they do together outside of this stuff. Um. So I think it's like they're also just like happy to like hang out or something. Who's in it?
0: So it's Lauren well, Collins, the, our the friend. The
3: star. I mean, the the breakout star of this video is Nina Dobrev, who like will not let you forget that she's in this. She's like sitting right next to Drake. You should just watch it for Nina Dobrev. Like she's sitting right next to Drake. She's like laughing and screaming and like she has her arm around him and like did this and that and da da da. And it's like, it's very like the Nina Dobrev show. And you're also kind of like Nina Dobrev, not even like a close to being iconic character on Degrassi. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Like for the real Degrassi, Degrassi fans. Right, you've
0: told me that. She's not, not, she wasn't a big deal. No, like she's very
3: forgettable, like she, whatever. So for her to be so front and center is like
0: a little sus, and I could totally. Well, she's the, it's because she's the most famous one now, right?
3: I understand that, but like can't, in the context of Degrassi, it's like I could see the other. I mean, I can't, they don't actually do this, but like in my mind, all of them are like side eyeing like Nina Dobrev for like stealing
0: the spotlight. What's right? the concept of the video? Is it set in the DeGrassi universe, or are they, yeah, they playing themselves? They're having
3: a reunion party, so it's like they're playing them. They're playing. They're. they're but I thought set Drake in was in a wheelchair,
0: so Drake Drake got better.
3: So Drake is Drake, but everyone else is DeGrassi. <laughs> And like, okay, that's you don't know this, but like, well, we talked about this, but Jay and Silent Bob were like on Degrassi too, because Kevin Smith yes, was a huge Degrassi fan. So they're also in it. And there's like a mini plot line about them like selling drugs to like one of the teachers. But what was fun, like these little, there were like little kind of like Easter eggs for Degrassi fans, which is like the actor that played the kid who shot Drake, Jimmy. He's mm-hmm. there, and there's a scene of him like running away from like Drake's crew, <laughs> like they're gonna get him. Okay. get it? He like shot. Um, Jimmy. I have a
0: question for you. <laughs> what? So is this? Do you think that this video was sort of ready to go in the in the tank before the Pusha T drama or? Do you think they did this really quickly no. as sort of damage control? I
3: don't think so. I-, I made a joke that it was like on Twitter, but I actually think that they had this in the can for a while. So I think it was ready. And this is not supposed to be like his like response. But it is very okay. funny in the context to be a response because it's like somebody... You know said the meanest things to him and he's hitting back with like the nice like his his most nice guy personality like a, element like
0: a cutie pie a cutie pie degrassi like, literally the okay.
3: like nicest boy thing about him is that he was on degrassi as a child and he's like i'm <laughs> gonna choose like the opposite of like somebody coming for me so yeah. like kind of disgusting like um, so hard you know so it's just kind yeah. of funny that it's the timing is really funny and like I feel like this kind of implies that Drake, like, doesn't give a shit and is kind of untouchable by that because of how flagrantly he's just releasing this, like, Degrassi reunion. You know what I mean? Like, he's aware.
0: Yeah. I and know. I think, I mean, we've we've talked about it on the podcast before. The best way to deal with the scandal is to just, like, ignore it and move on. And, like, and make money doing, and promote so.
3: your album that's out, like, in the end of June. Like, he's just, like, gonna promote that album and, like, hope, you know, want people, tell people to buy yeah, it. Yeah,
0: people are gonna forget about it soon enough. And as we talked about on Hoodat, which will air on Tuesday, it's not even that scandalous that scandalous of an act. If if it would be one thing if he like had a child that he wasn't paying attention to or caring for, but by all accounts that's not the case. So you know he it let's move on.
2: Um look you become one of my best friends, right? And you open my eyes to a lot of things. I wanted to know if maybe we could talk about taking it to the next level. But you don't. Jimmy I'm I'm sorry. It's, I it's,
1: don't be. It's not completely unexpected. I'm gonna go. okay.
4: Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. I'm calling because I. Have just been mad at Neil Patrick Harris all day, um, or all afternoon, I guess. And beyond the stuff with him and Rachel Bloom, which is such garbage, also garbage is him asking people to send him birthday presents and then pretending that it's like it's like a funny joke. But he literally had the address of, like, a UPS near his house in his bio and just, like, I mean, first of all, that just seems like the most hooiest thing, like, please give me
1: presents, like, oh, what a tongue-deaf garbage human, and I just, I forget, I don't know, I just, maybe you guys want to keep talking about how garbage he is, I don't know, anyways.
4: Love you, long time. Uh, good form, Bella Thorne. Thanks. Bye. It's like,
3: do you guys want to keep talking to talk about, about how garbage, how garbage Neil Patrick Harris is?
0: It's like, look.
3: He's them wanted... but I guess this is the Rachel Bloom angle of This is the Rachel.
0: Bloom, this is the Rachel Bloom angle. No one would be. No one would be talking about this gift thing at the extent that they're talking about it had the rachel bloom thing not happened it's true so first let's follow up on what happened with rachel bloom since our last episode which is that neil patrick harris apologized rachel bloom accepted the apology and explained why she's not going to hold a grudge in a very like eloquent little statement um should we we just want to go through that yeah so i'll I'll do neil patrick harris's apology first (laughs) He said, sincere apologies to Rachel Does Stuff for my Tony tweet. I failed to research her b- before pressing send. And what I thought was a funny comment in our living room must have been far from funny to read backstage mid-show. As a performer and as a parent, I should have known better. Well, he said should have known better, but let's not get in him for having It a really
3: is alarming in a weird way that somebody who has also hosted the Tony's a live award show would like weirdly take a swipe at somebody hosting or like co-hosting or mm-hmm. helping to host the mm-hmm. Tony's live yeah. show like that really is a weird low blow for someone
0: and Rachel tweeted back hi thank you for this apology accept it but then in GQ she went longer and you can talk this can is what this. I thought
3: was really interesting because she kind of breaks down like the like the essence of like what it's like to be as famous as she is and what it's like to be as famous as Neil Patrick Harris is so yes. she says But look, he's not a writer, so his version of Twitter joke is just a kind of like live comment to Twitter followers with this like random uninformed thoughts. And fame does that to you where you think that every kind of random uninformed thought is a gem because you've got like... 10,000 likes from it and he has like 27 million Twitter followers and that makes me scared about fame in general the yes men. Even if what you're saying is I don't know kind of weird or unoriginal you're still getting a lot of approval and and dopamine surges from it. And I really 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 hope that I can surround myself with people who will call me out on my shit so that even if I were ever to have 27 million Twitter followers I would just be kind of like a person first and a famous person second. Mm -hmm. And I guess what I would say is the thing he said in response to my tweet wasn't really an apology as much as saying well said thanks for the reminder yeah wow um, like that is it's not a direct drag because she's talking about herself too but yeah, she's, and she's so right that she's being analytic she's being analytical, yeah. she's
0: being analytical yeah. about yeah. it and it's it's really it's really interesting especially which I really hadn't considered the the completely different ways they approach Twitter which is so true Well comedians really relevant
3: approach Twitter as a place to put jokes their job their, yeah, yeah, as their job, but also like to place like fully formed like one-liner jokes, and mm-hmm. then normal people use it as like I'm getting my hair cut or like uh, yeah. this, Truly this video sucks, which I think like is more of how I see it because yeah. I did not come to Twitter as like a comedian who's like oh a place to share like stuff that I th- really thinking mm-hmm. about. You know, it feels like a throwaway place.
0: And then really famous people use it as a way to just like keep their famous cool brand in check, like right. I- intact. Right. I mean, I still think um,
3: this Neil, I mean, I'm still very confused at what happened here because it's like, it feels very irresponsible in a way that Neil Patrick Harris has never seemed to me before. Like, I don't love yeah. him, but he definitely doesn't seem like the kind of person that would like
0: do this. He he doesn't, if only because we were talking about before we recorded, because he is a child star yeah. First and foremost, like first and foremost, he is a famous person. He's been a famous person since he was a little kid. And it's it, which is the complete opposite of Rachel Bloom who found fame like late and who's in like life. more not, thankful. Not who, and Rachel Bloom is young, but it's like she got famous later compared to most celebrities, right? And right? She's which like is like a, sort of what happens with comedians. She's you an get underdog. Later. she's like an underdog. Yeah. So, you have these two very different approaches to Twitter. You have these two very different like um entries into fame. Okay, but and what about
3: this gifts thing?
0: The gift thing is com- is completely weird. And my coworker, Ashley Reese, sort of went into this more than I have. So I'm using stuff that she wrote um, as my reference. But apparently he does this most years and he uses it as a sort of like, mm, these are the things that I think are cool for my birthday. It's sort of like his wish list. But apparently he doesn't always put the address I'll put an address on his bio? But he,
3: he like, so he put a P.O. box in his bio and was like, send me this cool stuff. And then send people me were like, why are you doing this? Or something. And he took the address right. off and was like, it was a joke, like, lol. Like, I just want to like say, I want to do like a Oprah's favorite things type list. But for me, that's kind of what he was implying.
0: Yeah, like, but you can't say it's a joke whenever you were actually putting an address that works, that people could have sent you stuff to, that you probably picked stuff up from. Um, so, like I said, I don't think people would have been as outraged by this hadn't he just had he not just you know put his foot in his mouth a couple days prior. Um, but he's like in in desperate need of backing away from the computer for like two months, and then everyone will forget about it. Like and then truly he needs to back away on. from the computer. You get this. This backlash was was bound to happen to Neil Patrick Harris, just as it's bound to happen to your Chrissy Tegans and your uh, who else is like cute and harmless on on the internet.
3: I think it's more the people it, who put a lot out there. It's like you. It's like there's it's always a backlash or just something.
0: By by just by probability, by like probability, if you're out there all the time something bad is going to happen, right? Like, if you tweet 8 million times, one of those tweets is going to outrage people. And this was his outrage tweet. But at the same time, just like Drake, he's going to move past this because he's famous enough and he's been doing this for long enough that he knows how to deal with a scandal or a controversy or mini-crisis. Next call.
1: Hi, guys. Um, First-time caller. uh, Kind of long-time listener. But anyways... um, Wow, I'm so excited that I'm calling in for the first time. But anyway, I just want to know, like, can you explain to me how none of Brody Jenner's uh, A-list family members, and that's including Caitlyn Jenner, did not show up to Brody's probably, like, super amazing wedding in, I believe, Indonesia? Like, none of them. Not Kylie or Kendall, not Kim or Kanye. I mean, and I mean most of all his, you know, his dad. I don't, I don't get it. Um, also, the shade thrown from Brody's mom to Caitlyn was everything on Instagram. So yeah, can you guys, you know, figure it out for me?
3: thanks love you bye so people had an exclusive what's new like inside brony jenner's dreamy wedding to mm. caitlin carter who i think we've talked about before they got married in bali
0: in bali only 50 people went
3: it was like you know one of those weddings that you you know is small on purpose right Mm -hmm. Um,
0: Destination wedding Destination
3: wedding But it was weird Because the build up To this wedding Was like who's gonna Go to the wedding And who's not Which again is like So uninteresting But then it was weirder Because then like No one went to the wedding
0: No one None of them So it was like Which ones are gonna go Which ones aren't And it turns out None of them went Uh, Oh my god Bobby guess what
3: they danced to for their first song
0: What's the most
3: typical 2018 song That you would choose To dance to Perfect Yes they did Yes
0: They really Oh they really did Yes Yes the Beyonce version or just the Ed Sheeran version This
3: says Ed Sheeran but we don't know if it's a duet or the, yeah, they played the duet or
0: not Um so like again this isn't there isn't much to say about this but I have to say I was I was surprised not that his half sisters didn't go because he doesn't have a good relationship he has an okay relationship with them it's just like he doesn't see them we all have family members that we just don't see a lot it's not because we don't like them we just don't see them same with brody jenner but your family uh, members
3: aren't the kardashians also i feel like they are yeah i know but there are
0: similarities there it's like just because i'm just saying like family doesn't necessarily mean that you're close with them you know
3: well what's weird is that information came out i don't know if this is true or not or i mean i don't know if this is like verified or not but the information was that kylie and kendall didn't even rsvp to the wedding which is like even Uh, Rude oh, on that. top of not going, like just like not even RSVPing. being whatever. A lot of this That's could be rude. bullshit, maybe there what? are reasons, but you know, Brody and those Brody and the girls, like, don't. I mean, I feel like the show is for show. I don't know if they
0: have the show is for show. Yeah. There are he was around in those early seasons and then he stopped being around. The only thing I was going to say that I, that does surprise me is that Caitlin didn't go, right? Um, because based on what he says to the press. Um, Brody has a pretty okay relationship with Caitlyn, and if if only because he had a bad relationship with Caitlyn um, before Caitlyn came out.
3: Well, also this article that I'm skimming reminds us that... He- Kim Kardashian didn't invite Brody to her 2015 wedding to Kanye West. So he wasn't okay. even invited Well, that makes to, sense. Which is like really sad. No, I'm surprised that Caitlyn isn't there, especially because as Caitlyn and the Kardashians have a really bad relationship now, you would think she would like Brody reach out and like go to the other side of the family.
0: Yeah. And Brody has at least, as again, a, at least publicly, kind of said nothing but supportive things about Caitlyn. So it's weird to me that Caitlyn didn't show up. But also... It's hard to get away for the... Oh, she said she had business to attend to. That's what it was. She had to go to a conference. Caitlyn had to go to a conference.
3: That's bullshit. All my other thought is, because she can do whatever she wants, is that maybe because they because caitlin knew that this wedding was going to get a lot of attention it was going to be like a mm-hmm. people exclusive maybe she didn't want to be there for that reason that it yeah, was publicized. she's very private.
0: i don't know she's she's very private sometimes. but it's boring it's boring do we want to talk about who this wife is we already did what i love we about did her a while
3: ago why what do you love caitlin about her Carter. what do you love about her
0: oh i just love that everyone just refers to her as a social media influencer
3: yeah, she has no job.
0: It's like the former reality star and social and uh, wed the social media influencer in a stunning ocean view ceremony in Nihasumba, a resort on Sumba Island, off the coast of Indonesia. Terrible. We are done. Moving on. Last call.
1: Hey, Lindsay and Bobby. Medium time. Medium time. So the reason I'm calling is a bit of a two part question. Uh, the first part is. I was thinking about Daisy Ridley recently. She kind of came up on, like, one of my feeds. And is Daisy Ridley a who or a them? She plays Rey in Star Wars. And Rey is definitely a them. But her name, I think, might be a who. Um, and also, I saw that there was this article that says that she was seen kissing an actor named Tom Bateman. But who is Tom Bateman? Is he anyone noteworthy? Uh, So, yeah. Daisy Ridley, who them? Tom Bateman, who? Thank you. Good form, Bella Thorne.
0: This caller called Daisy Ridley a Who and Ray from Star Wars a Them, and I think that's accurate. I couldn't pull Daisy Ridley out of a lineup. I couldn't name one of the things she's been in apart from that Murder on the Orient Express movie, which, incidentally, is how she met the person that this caller is calling about, Tom Bateman, her boyfriend, who was also in Murder on the Orient Express.
3: Did you see Murder on the Orient Express?
0: Yeah, I saw it's it. So <laughs> it's so it's,
3: weird. It's so weird. It's so weird.
0: It's really weird because it feels like... You're watching it and you're like, this movie, number one, is convinced that it's a lot better than it is, which is a jarring thing to watch. Because you watch it and you're like, all these people think that they are in a movie that is up for every Oscar. And it's absolutely not up for anything but, like, costume design. So it's, it's a jarring movie tonally because it's like a B movie. It's like a shitty B movie, but all the performances are, like way too intense, like way too intense. And Kenneth Branagh's like w- doing way too okay, much. Okay, I should have gotten scene.
3: you on this like train of thought, sorry. But
0: what I will say is Tom Bateman is in that movie. That's how they met. He's no one. He's just a like bougie English guy, theatrically trained. Um, like he's been in a play with Judy Dench.
3: I think that we have these, we have a problem slash like internal um intrinsic american bias against Mm. like british prestige actors where like they kind of all blend together like if you if you've been in like a jane austen adaptation if you've oh sorry if you've been in like some bbc series you know if you've been on downton if you've like done these kind of like very britishy british things we kind of tend to smush you all together this is not mm-hmm. just me and Bobby. I mean like, Amer- like Americans. Americans, like we have Americans. a hard time with that. So like to break out, you really need to like find your own whatever. Like you got to be like here Knightley. You got to like break free. Yeah. Right. But so he definitely who knows who he is. I have no I don't even remember him from that movie. He was an, to be fair, there was like he was 45 in people in that movie.
0: He was the guy who like got Kenneth Brown on the ticket. He was like, "Oh, you want to be on my train?" No, oh, get on my train. No. Oh. Daisy
3: Ridley though is another is another thing altogether. I yeah. think she. Oh I think the name Daisy Ridley would be like. I think people might be confused a Custy. little still, but her character, Custy. the girl, the Star Wars girl, the right. Star Wars woman, which is what the caller said, is is them. them.
0: Yeah. Daisy Ridley in costume holding a whatever lightsaber you're like I know her I'm a fan of her I support her I stand for her the moment she's in her regular clothes I'm like I don't know like I would just be like excuse me man while I'm reaching for a banana all like, I
3: know about Daisy Ridley outside of Star Wars is one time she well she appeared on Barbara Streisand's duets album and yes, Barbara made her we sing played that clip. yeah a night at the ballet with Anne Hathaway and so Barbara mm-hmm. was like Daisy Ridley my favorite and it's like Barbara has never <laughs> never seen Star Wars. Like, what are you talking Barbara about? Barbara
0: doesn't know who anyone right. is. Right, so she definitely doesn't Daisy know who Ridley. Daisy really is. Okay, so yeah. Like,
3: so, yeah.
0: She's still a who. I think that... Uh, I think she'll be a who for a really long time. I think I that, that's kind of it. Don't you
3: think that she's famous enough in terms of getting stuff that she could get something really good and, like, get some...
0: Yeah, and- maybe. But I think, I think the fear for... Which is why a lot of people don't want to do... Like whenever the whenever the James Bond thing went around, it's always whenever someone wants to enter like a big franchise role. Some people are hesitant to do them because then they're afraid they're not going to get cast in anything after that, which is why like too, Daniel like, defined. because they're all because they're too defined by this one yeah. role. So it's like, oh, do I really want to cast this person as this other thing because everyone knows her as Ray? And I don't Good know. Point. Like I think it, it'll be hard. It'll be hard for her to find something else. And if we'll she see, keeps you dating,
3: might... you know, boorish, British, British nobodies, how are we? How is she gonna go that route? It's like
0: what did what did Pierce Brosnan do after James Bond? Like Mamma Mia?
3: Yeah, and he was incredible. You know, to find his career. What are you talking about? <laughs> huh? Mamma Mia two in theaters July twenty fourth. God, if I'm right. Oh, it's
0: already coming out in July. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Didn't you yeah. know I was counting sleeps a while
0: ago? But and I then, stopped. and then. And then to bring it all full circle, Mama Mia, written and directed by Ole Parker, who is married to Tandy Newton, oh my. and now we're back to Westworld. We just went through the maze, so we will see you on Tuesday. It's an all new episode of Who Dat. We recorded it this week. It's wonderful. Shiny and Amina are brilliant and great, and um, we will see you Tuesday again. If you have any comments, questions, uh, if you want to yell at us about Westworld, call six one nine Who them oh Buy tickets to our show in next week. And July and August. We have one a month for the next three months.
3: Yeah, literally, we have a show next week that I believe still has tickets. going to be insane. We've already fully booked our guests for our July show, which is going to be also insane. Tickets on sale soon and August as well. And that's it.
0: Yeah, that's it. Uh, have a great weekend. Bye. Bye. You, Adela. Yeah, yeah, Mia. Yeah, they want
3: to know. Hey. hey. Mia. Hey. Yeah.
2: No.
1: Mia.